What up podcast people? Obviously you listen to shit, so I know a ton of you are not familiar with my Monday to Monday playlist that I update every Monday with Mike Boyd on my Spotify. Go check it out. What is my Spotify? Spotify slash Gary V? Yeah, Gary VE, right? You'll see it. It's called Monday to Monday. Search your Spotify and Apple. Uh, Apple and Spotify playlists. Uh, Monday to Monday, oop, this is me. I gotta go. See you, bye. Okay, let's get it. Crucial, Power 106, number one for hip-hop. Quality follow on Instagram. Uh, Good dude, uh, and I'm saying that because I just met him 10 minutes ago, you know what (laughs) I mean? And he's a great guy. Gary V is on the cruise. Gary V! Yo, yo, yo! Gary V, you're a bar, my guy. Hip-hop celebrates you. Thank you, my man. Uh, uh, Young entrepreneurs celebrate you. You're celebrated on the gram. I'm sure you have your skeptics as well. Of course. Listen, when you put pressure on bullshit, people don't like it. Pressure on bullshit. When you call people's things out, not because you're trying to be cool, but because sure. you know that if they actually look themselves in the mirror, that's the beginning of them winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love the fact that 35% of people don't like me at first because I'm exposing their you know excuses and that hurts. Insecurities as well, maybe? Of course. I mean, if you know, like when I talk about don't buy Supremes and Off-Whites, it's not that I don't want you to buy Supremes and Off-Whites. I don't want you to buy them if you feel terrible inside and buying a four hundred dollar piece of apparel makes you feel better for an hour and then you feel like shit again because your credit card bill is higher, right? Right. But if you've got the money and you love it and you're a fashion head Mazeltoff. Sure, sure. But But if you're wearing Supreme, you're wearing Yeezys, right? That also that I mean you're also gaining some social currency. Yeah, but you know what? Fake it till you make it means nothing. Like like social currency that doesn't manifest in anything. Like when you really get deep, when I read my DMs for real, when people make the click, yeah. right? They're trying to impress people they don't even like. <laughs> like, hey, like so that's true. why it got so quiet here yeah, for a second. Like, everyone's like, wait a minute. Oh, like, it got, it got so quiet. Hey, Gary, I don't need you telling me what my problems are. <laughs> respect, respect. Do you think respect. social currency could ever turn into actual currency? Yes, it of can. Course, of, of course, course it can. can. Of course it can. Here's the problem. That's what it, he's done, it, I believe. Yeah, but I did it in, in reverse, right? Like, I first built a $60 yeah. million dollar business. And then, then I was 34. Then I kind of said, yo, I might have some thoughts on this. Sure. What's happening now is people are renting chains getting fake $100 bills, jumping over the fence. People, my friends, people are jumping over the fence at airports to stand in front of a private plane like they're going on that private plane and then hoping they're not getting arrested and jumping back out so that they can show people that they're doing it with the hope that somebody then pays them to show up to a party. That kind of currency is not gonna play out. Here's why. Back in the day that worked out, the problem is there's cameras everywhere. There's people everywhere. It's hard to hide. And somebody's gonna know that you're full of shit. But social media influence that's a gig. That's a high-paying gig if you do it right. A hundred percent. And and I believe in it tremendously. You're wearing a champion t-shirt. Champion, right? LaCroix sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Stan Smith's. These brands were built on Instagram influencers. So I believe in it, but too many people are fronting mm-hmm. and fronting always leads to depression. True. And that's a mistake. Fronting always leads to depression. I like that. That's a tweet. At, at best. You feel me? It is. It is. <laughs> Put Definitely. that in your bio on the gram. Who turned you into this guy? Did something turn America you America in- and mm-hmm. my mother. Your and, mom? And adversity. What did mom say? Mom said you're the best, but when I did wrong shit, she punched me in the face. You know, I was born in the Soviet Union. I didn't come up with much. So adversity, America, my mom, and my dad, because 
when I was 14 and started working at my dad's liquor store for two bucks an hour, I was so full of shit. Mm-hmm. I had all this, right? And he sucked it out of me over 10 years because he hates lying and bullshit. Sure. And so he scared me. I was scared to embellish, let alone lie. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the natural bullshit that I think I came with, which makes me a showman and gets, a lot of the stuff that people are like, okay, is this guy for real or completely? I think I, I get it. I don't get upset when people are like, yo, this guy's full of shit. Yeah. Because I'm like, I understand. I actually had that in me, but my dad systematically took it out. So I look, when I asked my mom for, Sega Genesis, she said, go buy it. You know, when I was seven, it was lemonade stands. It was ripping people's flowers out of their yards. Mm -hmm, It was shoveling mm -hmm, snow. mm -hmm. So the hustle, the grind, the environment, and great parenting put me on. Do you have to be born with hustle, or is that something you can pick up later on in life? I think hustle... Look, I think there's a... uh, This has been figured out long before all of us. There's, There's your DNA, and there's your environment. Sure. I think if you've got nothing, you have to learn how to hunt. If you grow up in the hood Facts. and nobody's feeding you, you figure it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And so and so I think hustle is absolutely something that's teachable and I think it comes from lack of entitlement. You know, a lot of times I talk about the advantages of adversity and people are like, yo, fuck you, white privilege and all this stuff and I'm like, I get it, I get it, I get it. But sure. please understand, you know how to hunt and the internet's here now. And the internet doesn't care who you are. You can get yours. Mm-hmm. If you've got the rogue kind of like DNA to go to Goodwill and flip shit, to wake up at four in the morning and stand in line and get three pairs of sneakers, to go garage sailing, to go on Craigslist and pick up something for 30 bucks to, from a free section and flip it on Facebook. Like if you've got that, if you're not fancy, if you're not worried about what other people think, well then you're gonna win in this new era because the internet eliminated the middle that used to suppress you mm-hmm. and now you can get yours. Is entitlement a disease? A hundred. I'm scared shitless of properly raising my children because they're gonna have so much. And that has to be hard because you gotta give them some type of balance. My guy, if you ask there's me- There's beauty there's and struggle, two, Listen, there listen, is. listen, straight up, and I, I know the audience, I know the culture, I get it, Talk but straight up, if you ask me what scares me more, having way too much or having way too little, it's having way too much. Way too much. A hundred percent, because that person but is suicidal that fall, and depressed. Doesn't that abundance? Yeah, but people can't, you can't see happiness. You what? Feel it. You, feel you, feel it. you feel it? You feel it? What? You you think that person driving in that Benz is fucking happy? No. You think it is when you ain't got shit. No, no, I get no. that. that. It's envy. It's grass. It solves your problem. hundred no, percent. Really you know you know what you know what it does? It accelerates your problems. Yeah. It does. Money and fame exposes and accelerates your shit. Well, it, it exposes the person who you really 100,000%. are. A hundred thousand. You guys know this. Yeah. You've seen a bunch of people come through here. Yeah. Right. People have come through here when they were just starting their careers. Sure. Two years later, they popped. They came in here. You're about to figure out exactly who they are. Mm-hmm. Were they the same person they walked in here 19 months ago? Yes, yes. Uh, Some do, and they leave, and you're like, yo, thank God, that's good people. Yep. And sometimes people come in here, and they forgot. A few people come to mind that remembered. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Nipsey Hussle. Yep. A1 since day one. Love Logic, same guy. Love from, those from two. From Jump. You yep. feel me? Ty Dolla Sign from Love Jump. Love that. You know what I mean? Uh, YG, same guy. Love that. There's a couple people that have switched up. A few people that have switched up. You know what I mean? Of course. That's what it is. And that's what. Karma will get them. And listen, that's exactly right. And so, like, cool. Like, you know, like, people are just not paying attention. Kate Spade had a quarter of a billion dollar empire. She looked super happy to everybody. Mm -hmm. And guess what? She was so unhappy. She thought that taking her life was a better move. Anthony Bourdain? I mean, like, so I don't understand. Like, listen, I get it. You're going to always think grass is greener. But 
the, <laughs> there's so many people I know that make 40,000 a year and love life and so many people I know that have 40 million in the bank and hate life and, and, and everybody's saying like, cool, I'll take my chances, I'll be 40 million, I get it, but guess what? That's what the 40 million person's saying too, like damn, I wish I didn't, wasn't born into this trust fund. People aren't listening. Mm-hmm. And so eventually we're gonna start analyzing mental happiness right. and everything is gonna start changing. And the reason I talk about materialistic things, mm-hmm. it is the band-aid and the makeup of unhappiness for 95%. The other 5% just genuinely have the money and love, it and like love camouflage and yep. love that designer and just like, they're a very artistic person, cool. But man, stuff? Stuff yeah. is makeup and band-aids for unhappiness. Bro, you teach so many, right? You teach so many. Have you learned from hip-hop? Have you learned anything from sitting down with Nipsey with Logic? A hundred percent. You know, well, first of all, it's funny. You know, I don't know Ty, but the other three I know, I've gotten to know real well. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so funny. Like, I'm very instantaneous, right? Like, intuition is basically how I make my decisions. Yeah. And, like, hearing you may know them a little deeper or longer, I, I love that it reinforces my intuition on that. But, yeah, but, but what I learned from hip-hop or, or the culture happened a long, long time ago. It happened in Edison, New Jersey, but it really, really happened in Newton, Massachusetts. I went to Mount Ida College from 94 to 98. It was you know, 96% minorities. It was 95% of them on financial aid and, and well, like I'm a much better CeeLo and Spades player than I am a poker and gin player, mm-hmm. you know? And so I, uh, you know, I learned a lot because I was deep in it. I didn't visit my friend in the hood for a day. For four years, I lived deep in it. Yeah. And, and that's when I got a sense of it. And what it taught me that, that half decade was, oh, this is, this is exactly what I'm about. This is about, I like the, I like the climb, the competitive nature. The, the, the biggest reason I love, the one thing that I hate about giving business keynotes and writing business books and making business content that I wish I could be a rapper is I actually love talking shit. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, we love you talking shit, just but, so you know. But as you know, I talk shit kind of theoretically. Sure, sure. Yeah. No, I've What's seen great the video. about hip hop is your life you can better. battle, yeah. for real. No, I've seen the video, make your life better, motherfucker. Yeah, listen, I, I, I definitely, Listen, I got a lot of Jersey and immigrant in me for right. sure. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, and, and that's ultimately what it is, right? Like, so I live in the corporate world too. The Budweiser's, the Chase's, the Johnson Johnson, big companies. Yep. That's my life. I'm the, you know, this whole side Gary V thing, that's, that's like the sprinkles. What I do for a living is I run a 900 person, $200 million media agency company that I started with my brother. I, that's what I do. And it's funny, I go in there and some brands, one, they're like, yo, we want to tack 18 to 25 this or this and that. And I always find it funny. This is what everybody does in society. They look at a person and because they look like something, they think they know something. Yeah. So let me explain what I mean hmm. by that. Okay. Uh, when I think about marketing to Latinos in America, or African Americans, or white 45, I'm much better at marketing to 18-year-old Latino men in America <laughs> than I am to 45-year-old white men Why? in America. Because I understand their brains better. I understand what makes them tick better. Sure. I just do. Now, that to me is fascinating because I think everybody thinks if you look the part, you of are the part. Mm-hmm. And that is the big mistake. And that's where people have to get more thoughtful about the inside of the head. For example. Well, shouldn't you dress for the job that you want? Shouldn't you walk with confidence like you own the company? Sure, but I don't think dress, look, I think dressing, look, you should walk and dress if it's your truth. Let me tell you about walking and dressing the part when it's not really in your head. Okay. You lose with the people that matter. 
I smell those fuckers out in a second. You're gonna come in to a business meeting with me and fucking in a Ted Baker tight suit and smelling all fresh and looking all the part and I ask you two questions and you don't know what the fuck you're talking about? You've been exposed, bitch. So I don't care, I don't give a fuck what you're wearing, right? Mm -hmm. You could come in with Bape and fucking Kid Robot and fucking Supremes and Off-Whites and walk in and somebody asks you, you know, what do you think about Mixed by Ali and you don't have a sense of who that is, you've been exposed. (laughs) So I don't, I don't, I don't care what you're wearing. Yeah. I don't care what you're wearing. It's about what you think and what you're saying. It's what you know, it's what you do. Yeah. Like, like to me, (laughs) anyway, my guy, uh, no, I don't think that people should dress the part or walk the part unless they are the part and then you can do whatever wow. the fuck you want. Because what it wow. is is that you know, material things don't validate you as a person. Absolutely. And it shouldn't they get, you, know, you, know they what they, you know what that's they the version of? It gives you the upfront lead. I don't want to be leading 27-9 in the first quarter and then lose 108-92. to 92. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So what you're saying is if you're wearing a suit and you don't know your shit, it's basically a filter. A hundred thousand. Actually, I don't think it's a filter. I think it's a facade. Uh-huh. I think it's makeup. I think you're about to get exposed. Yeah. And so I Snapchat filter. And so what happened? <laughs> and my man, you know what's interesting about it? Where people get tricked is it works on tricking losers. How so? People that aren't thoughtful and are also not winning actually then think you are winning. So the reason it works for a minute is it works on other losing players. It's like complaining. Yeah. You know why I hate complaining? The only people that listen to you complaining are other people that are complaining. Right. Yeah, it's a dead end. So you're one little fucking circle jerk of fucking losing. <laughs> of losing. <laughs> you know, like, listen, Back, bro. it is. Yeah. Oh, like, man, now, listen. Gary V is coming Gary through Gary V is here. Gary V is here with yes. the truth. He brought the truth with him. You know what I mean? We have two guests in here. The truth and Gary V. There we go. Crucial Power 106. Now, Gary, I'm the guy that says you have to put 10,000 10, hours in. I'm the guy You that like says, that Malcolm Gladwell thing. I'm the guy that says you have to go the long way to get I to love where that. you want to go. Now, but. You win me over on that. But you win me. 18 now, right? So it's a little still, different. It's different. Does that model still stand? A hundred. Like nobody you know, nobody you know ever made it, you know, without putting in the work. Mm-hmm. You might know somebody who's rich, but they didn't make it. Their grandfather gave them the money. True. But nobody who actually made it made it on some luck shit. I don't even talk, even the people that like Instagram, they're like, yo, what about Instagram? That dude did it for like a year and a half and made a Billy. Yeah. You don't know Kevin Systrom then. That dude was in the game. That dude went to Stanford and fucking put in the work, networked, Google, like was in the, it was in the culture for a decade. Mm-hmm. It's like artists. You mm-hmm. know how it is, somebody pops and I was like, oh, like, yeah, I get it. Once in a while, you know, Lil Yachty could do something in his dorm room and fucking pop quick. I get it, but people win the lottery too. Sure. Like there is people that win the lottery, but for the 99.9999% of us, mm-hmm. like you gotta put in the work. Everyone's like, oh, Gary V. I'm like, don't oh, Gary V me. From my 20s, from 20 to 30, from 15 to 30, I didn't go anywhere on the weekends, nowhere. Who did that? Who worked 18 hours a day for a fucking 15 years like I did? Then you, who left college on Friday afternoon to take a bullshit Amtrak down and not even the Acela Stopping every which way on the East Coast right. to then and then get into Jersey Woodbridge train station and then drive to the liquor store, work two hours, then go home, sleep for six, and then work all day Sunday and then wake up all day Saturday for 13 hours in that liquor store, then wake up Sunday, right, and go back to Boston to go back to school while everybody else was fucking hooking up, fucking having fun, living their, best living life. their yeah. college life. Right, so right, don't right. oh Gary me, you don't know me. Sure, I fucking worked every minute of my life. 
Sure, but there's people out there, Gary, that that don't necessarily subscribe to that, right? That they're going to lose. Think they're going to lose. That that's not the way. I don't give a of- fuck about them. They're going to lose. They're going to lose, and they're going to rent their suits, and they're going to have their champagne. And I want to remind everybody under 30, you haven't been punched in the mouth yet because the economy's been real good for nine straight years. Right, right, okay. right, right, right. And I want to remind everybody, just because you put entrepreneur in your Instagram title, <laughs> right, and you went and printed eight T-shirts that came up with some word that is now your brand, right. doesn't mean you're a successful entrepreneur. I could put basketball player in my fucking bio. I play ball. Guess what? I don't get paid. Right. There's right, a big right. difference between being an entrepreneur and being a successful entrepreneur. Sure, sure. But isn't that putting that out in the universe and putting out what you want, it? manifesting it? Look, I believe in optimism, right? But if you don't back your optimism or manifestation with fucking work and smarts, nothing is gonna. I, I, I can manifest that I want to be the quarterback of the New York Jets, which I would love to be, <laughs> but if I'm not 6'5", 6'4", yeah, yeah, yeah. and could throw a cannon arm yeah. and fucking through 80,000 footballs between 9 and 18, sure. I'm not going to be the quarterback of the New York Jets. Gary, so, I hate to break it to you, man. Fuck. Your football career's been over. It's been over. <laughs> You're right. And by the way, I hate to break it to everybody on Instagram right now that has entrepreneur and manifesting it, playing 2K for three hours a day and smoking blunts, your career's over too. Yeah. That part. What about Fortnite? Yeah, Game. wasting that time playing Fortnite? Yo, look, I'm watching all these athletes play Fortnite and I'm wondering, man, if I was a fucking athlete right now, I'd be so happy because all my homies are playing Fortnite for eight hours a day and I'd be in the gym Working and I'd be out, fucking watching film. There and I'm like, like yeah. there, there are some dogs, there are some dogs right now, like real dogs watching this Fortnite thing and they're fired up because they're quietly in a fucking cave right now working out harder than ever, yep. right? Yep. Quietly looking at film of the 16 teams they're gonna play this year, looking at the quarterback's tendencies. Mamba mentality, Gary. Ed Reed, Hall of Famer, right? He said something to me the other day. I was in LA last week for the ESPYs. We were just you know, shooting the shit. And he said that he knew what the team was gonna do running or passing because of one player on the team that he followed his whole career by the way the guy stepped out of the huddle. That hmm. he would watch him and if the guy put his right foot out to the right and had a hop, he knew they were throwing because he was hyped that he was gonna get a chance to get the ball. Yeah. And if he went left foot inside, he knew it was a run because the receiver was checked out. So he's reading it like wow. a magician does almost. Damn. Can you? That, that's that's a, deep a right guys. There, that's some shit, right? Down. And that's, that's kind of when you're obsessed. And you're that's obsessed. and that's what I do. Everybody's out here doing whatever. Fine, cool. Last night in L.A., you know, I flew in, had a long day, and for an hour and a half in my bed before I go to sleep, I'm just reading comments on people's content. I'm not listening to Cardi B or World Star or Shiggy. I'm watching what yeah. people are saying about them, so I can get into the head of. Yep everybody who's listening right now yeah. to figure out what they think is fly, what they think is whack, what, what's an L, what's a W, yeah, yeah. and I'm just watching, watching, like a cobra in the grass, the psyche, 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, sure, how do you sure. find your balance from work and, and, and life, I guess? I love them this both so much. Yeah. You know, like I love them both so much. Like I do what I need to do. Like if I wake up this morning, I'm like, yo, I really need, I miss my friends or I miss my, my kid. Like if I, then I'll do it. Like I don't judge myself. You know, I just I just live. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. like everybody's judging and everybody's letting other people like it's like parenting. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got their two cents on parenting. You don't know my kids, you don't mm-hmm. know me, you don't know what we're about. So I think people are just letting other people's opinions. So like work life balance, real easy. I do what I want. Yeah. And as long as the five to nine people I give a fuck about the most are cool with it, then I'm good. 
I'm not worried about somebody mm. like, I love when people are like, oh, Gary Vee, you can't take the money in the grave or you're not gonna be happy at 90 that you were in the office all the time. You're a fucking idiot. Of course I'm gonna be happy. I love it. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. I'm happy. And if you're happy laying on the beach your whole life, then go lay on the beach. That sounds so good. That so, sounds so good. Like, Is there anybody in hip hop that's, that's not uh, utilizing this opportunity that they have? All of them. Really? Nobody, really? Nobody's squeezing it hard enough. I'm not. What are, and I'm, what are they not doing? They don't realize how valuable the attention is right now on social media. Mm-hmm. They don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're sitting on their music. Put your music out. Like what do you say? Put your music out. Like I'm, I'm trying to figure out the internet. I'm, I'm God, obsessed with trying to figure out the internet. Don't don't figure anything out. If the internet is where people's attention is. Mm-hmm. You got music? Post it on Instagram right now. You have nine you followers? Out. Start it. One person might pat. You don't. Everybody thinks you need a million followers. What if your one follower is you? Mm-hmm. What if your one follower is you? What if your one follower is Obama? Like, if you have one follower, yeah, it's not about how many, it's who and what can they do. Mm-hmm. The quality too, yes. Right? Yes. And so like, I don't understand what people think is going on here now, waiting for labels. Like, the, nobody has control but the internet. If you've got SoundCloud and Spotify and Instagram and YouTube, you've got MTV, you've got this station, you've got the big state, like, you've got distribution, you've got distribution. So if you've got flames and you've got bars and you're fucking so great, put it out. But what's happening is people are insecure. Of course. People are overthinking shit. People are artists trying to make it perfect. Sure. It's ego. It's ego. I think it's ego though, but also too, I think sometimes it can be that the internet and social media can be a curse because they just come at you and they're attacking you. Yeah, but when you can't hear them, but when you can't hear them, it doesn't matter. Uh, When you've got self-esteem, when you've got good intent, when you know you're a good person, when you don't give a fuck about people's two cents, you know why I put out so much time? I can't hear them, but it works both ways. Let me explain this. I don't, I can't hear the, so I post something. First comment, you're full of shit, you're about you, you're a fucking snake oil salesman, you're, you're yeah. a charlatan, can't hear them. Next post, Gary Vee, you're Jesus, you walk on water, you've saved my life, can't hear them. You can't hear them both ways, you can't pick and choose what you hear, okay. got it? Okay, yeah. You gotta stay in your own game. If they're telling you they're the greatest of all time, or if they're telling you you're the worst, you can't hear them, and when you get to that place when you can't hear them, then you start making content. Then you start living your life for real. It's just like high school. Remember in the beginning of the high school, you're worried about everybody's opinion, but then kind of by senior year, you got your clique, yeah, you're good. you don't give a yeah. fuck. Yeah. I'm just trying to get everybody in real life to get to the place they were in high school the last sure. month of high school. Gary, is everyone a business? Everyone has the potential to do something now because of the way the internet happens. Sure, everyone has an audience. But, but look, your business might be you've always made honey. Right, like your family came from somewhere where they had honeybees and you came to America and grandma's still making honey in San Fernando Valley and maybe that's your business and guess what, maybe that's 80,000 a year in selling honey on Instagram and Shopify and guess what, that's amazing. Like to me, everyone's a business because I think everybody can make an extra 500 to 1,000 a month by buying and flipping stuff on eBay and Facebook Marketplace and I have a funny feeling there's, let me rephrase, I know, there are millions of people who could use an extra five hundo a month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whether, whether that's paying a bill or whether that's going to a nicer hotel when they go on their one family vacation. And so I'm trying to shake people up and be like, yo, this is real, but if you're gonna sit and dwell on how you've been wronged uh-huh. or why it's not for you or, or that your aunt stole your car nine years ago, like everybody's looking back, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And looking back fucks with your neck. Totally. Uh, Gary, I read somewhere that millennials don't want to be told um, what to do, but they all need to be told what to do. Listen, I'm so tired of old people judging millennials when they're the ones who fucking raised these millennials. 
why don't we talk about the parents that raised the millennials home, that created it? the entitlement, sure. who didn't want their kids ever crying, who wanted their kids to be in, in games where eighth place trophies happened. Like, why don't we talk about the parents <laughs> that made them, like, like we- These millennials were created by somebody. A hundred. And taught by somebody. And yeah, hundred, yeah, so there's right. that. And then number two, like, here's my thing. It doesn't matter what that report says. Like, first of all, I know a ton of millennials that bleed out of their eyes 19 hours a day and want it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just, you know, like, it's funny. We, we've we gotten real politically correct about not being prejudiced about, you know, skin color or male or female, mm-hmm. right? But we're shitting on millennials as a whole, and I think it's totally unacceptable. I think the millennials are the best. I love that they're so not materialistic. The problem is it manifested. So I was fired up. I was like, oh, these millennials get it. They're not buying as much shit. Right. What I didn't know was all that money was gonna be to go to places so they could put on their Instagram so they could PR themselves living the life. Sure. <laughs> so I'm like, right, I shouldn't have been stupid. People are always trying to front for other people. People are always living their lives for the Joneses. By the way, I'm gonna find these Joneses. This is my new passion. Yo. Yo, these, this keeping up with the Joneses. Yeah. Yeah, you can't do that, come on. But that's Stand what everybody's truth. doing. See, Standing like, your truth. That's really what it is. Self-esteem, my guy. Mm -hmm. Like, if you really want to know what I want, I want to get people into my funnel so I can tell them, like, yo, I suck at 99% of things. Sure. So does everybody else. So don't put anybody else on a pedestal. Know that you're good at some things. Know that you're not good at some things. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Mm -hmm. Listen, I wish I could freestyle. When you were like, yo, when we, before yeah. we started this, like, yeah, Gary's gonna freestyle I, for us. I'm man. not. Let's get it. I'm not. Because I, I stay in my lane. That's right. Smart. Very smart. You know, like, well, you I wish I there. could. Gary, there's people. Man, out there by the way, say, if I could, it'd be over. I would kill everybody oh, in this game. Ah! I just want everybody to know. I get it. You might have to. Well, have there's to. people out there that say, you know, I want to be a rapper. I want to yep. be a motivational speaker, yep. a business owner. I want to yep. be on the radio. I want to. Yep. I want to act and stuff yep. like that. But shouldn't they narrow it down to one thing, get that thing straight, and then use that as a vehicle to take, you know, to take you elsewhere? If they were a good student, which means they're very focused and they're capable of concentrating, and they've got a little bit of that anal DNA, yes. Yeah. But if they're like me and an entrepreneur. I say go taste, be an artist, be ridiculous, go try a little something of everything. So it comes back to self-awareness, my guy. Mm -hmm. There is no one path. The only path is like, do you know yourself? And more importantly, that voice inside your own head, Mm -hmm. a lot of times people don't understand that that was put in your head. A lot of people, when I'm like, don't listen to anybody but yourself, I'll get that DM, they'll be like, yo, I love that. My problem is I'm telling myself I suck. And then I have to DM like, yo, you didn't. Like that isn't you, that's your mom or dad that put that in your head Mm -hmm. and now you believe it and you think it's your own voice. Nobody starts off thinking they suck. And so I think it's about self-awareness, my guy. I love the words of wisdom, um, you know, something that everyone needs to hear, you're gonna die. (laughs) You're gonna die. So So I was- Get to it it now, get to it now because you're going to die. For I know a lot- Facts, dog. I know a lot of people listening don't know who I am. Somebody rolled up on me. It was a clip that went viral on the internet. She was like, yo, give me some words of wisdom. I was like, she like, I was in the car. She yeah. like, I got scared from it. Like she was like, you know, like <laughs> carjacking me. me yeah, I was like, so I rolled down the window and she's like, words of, three words of wisdom. I'm like, you're gonna die, which is really four because it's you are, but I was like, you're gonna die. And <laughs> it went, get technical and now. it went, exactly. Cause I failed English. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing that now. <laughs> Listen, I got no grammar skills. Uh, yeah, man. I don't, I don't understand what people are thinking. 400 scientists, and take it for what it is, the current belief among scientists is the odds of being a human being are 400 trillion to one. Everybody listening on the radio right now is more likely to win the lotto nine times than actually be alive. 
That's how ridiculously lucky we actually are. And, and by the way, if you're listening to this right, you know what I love? I love perspective. If you're listening to this right now, it means you have the ability to listen to this right now. Which means you live in America, it means that you have some sort of device that allows you to listen to this. Mm-hmm. I just don't think people understand how lucky they have it, no matter how shitty they think they have it. I don't think people have perspective. I don't think people understand what's going on in the world. I don't think they understand what dictatorship really is. Sure. I don't think they know what suppression really is. Clean water. My guy, I'm on the, I'm on the board of, Pens- of, a, of a charity water. There are millions of people in Africa walking six miles a day just to get clean so water. Sad. Go to your sink right now. That's insane. And so like, be, thankful. be, yeah. be grateful for yeah. what you've got. But the problem is everybody's worried about what they don't have versus what they do have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Oh, I don't have that BMW. Oh, I don't have that girl. Oh, I don't have that chain. Yep. Instead of like, I got a roof. I got food. And like, I don't what know, man. The cats that are making money off of trolling? Like, what do you Tekashi? mean by that? I see. So look, I think, I think with, with 6 9 and things of that nature, here's my point of view on it from afar. I think that people are always gonna judge the new thing. Like the people that have been in the game for a whole while are gonna think it's trolling, but go talk to 12 and 13 and 14 year olds and you're gonna judge them the same way you were judged sure. when you fucked with KRS-One or Biggie. So like, or you know, NWA. like, yeah, like I was told by my, my parents' friends, like you can't listen to fucking Snoop Dogg. Like that's marijuana. Like, you know, like, like so here's what I would say. Judgment is a weakness. And so instead of judging what's going on with the punk rappers and that whole movement, I'm watching it and I'm trying to understand why does a 13-year-old girl in Toronto fuck with Killy, mm-hmm. love Lil Pump? That's the bigger and more important question. And I would tell hip hop as a whole, yo, go look back at what happened to rock and roll, right? There was that moment in the late 70s and early 80s when The Clash and the Sex Pistols and the Ramones came out and they were representing the angst of the youth. Sure. Listen, Jay-Z rapping about fucking $40 million paintings and fucking his girl against it doesn't resonate with 13-year-old Rick no more. So. What do I think about them trolling? I think that's what the establishment calls it. I think they're hitting a nerve with 12 to 14 year olds that a lot of people are missing. Gary, how can an independent artist earn a six figure income? An independent artist. Uh, Building fans by putting out tons of music for free on Spotify and SoundCloud and social media Mm -hmm. so that they create enough of a demand so they can start getting paid for shows. People watching right now are gonna start doing that. T Grizzly, guys, T Grizzly comes out of fucking jail after five, four and a half years and makes one song in four and a half days after that pops. Out of here. And here's what's up. You go from being locked up for a half decade to putting out one fucking video and a song. If you've got talent, this is about talent. Sure. And all of a sudden, 72 hours later, 21 Savage is DMing you. Like, come through. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, the answer is very easily, here's the problem. And I'm not trying to be mean, I'm trying to make you happy and win. Most of the people listening right now don't have the talent. I and know that's you the wa- truth and that's okay. That, and that is okay. That's okay. And may, by the way, 
By the way, Travis Mills, like it was interesting when I was talking to him once, he was like, yo, I realized maybe I wasn't the artist, but maybe I could manage, like you could find, wow. like if you love it, mm -hmm. right? Pro by the way, some of the cats in this room probably when you guys were seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, might've thought you wanted to be the artist. Yeah. But you I wanted to be a singer, but I can't sing. And then I wanted to rap, I wanted right? to sing, right? I wanted to dance. Right? And what you, why you're happier than most, in my opinion, I don't know you uh, like that, and that's what I mean. And I, but, but why, <laughs> uh, respect, but what I would say is, Kudos to you to be like, yeah, look, that you understood that that what you weren't going to be, well, you, have to you know, be Queen Latifah. So you had to fucking, yourself. that's it. Look, there's a million things I wish I was. Uh huh. Uh huh. There's a million things I wish I was. Is self deprecation safe? Oh, I like self-deprecation. Yeah. I do. I, I some always, people don't say, some people say don't say that to yourself because you're holding yourself back. Yeah, but look who's winning, right? Like, like, look at look at how Drake plays. Mm -hmm. Like, self-deprecation's a strength. Mm -hmm. Go watch Eight Mile. Go watch the last scene. Yep. Go watch it again. Mm -hmm. What does Rabbit do? Mm -hmm. What does he do? Shit he shits on himself. himself. Yeah. Left you with nothing about you. And so that's the game, man. Get naked. Don't let anybody have anything over you. Then you're fucking unstoppable. Mm -hmm. I love mm -hmm. it. Bet you don't get naked. But uh, <laughs> you've seen that before. You feel me? Gary Vee, what do you do to relax, man? Yeah, for real. You're yeah. always working, you dog. Do. You're always working. You know what's you know what's funny, man? It's gotta be something you just do that, that I, just I, helps you. Jets, just... Jets football is real good for me, for real. No, because like, that can get intense as but well. But I'll explain I'll why. It, There's a Jets football. Oh, I get I get way more ridiculous at Jets football than I do. You want to see a real version of me? Come watch me go visit Foxborough and want to fight all of Boston. <laughs> but and I can't fight you're for real guy, like that. that I'm yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, I get yeah. sports muscle. You know how some people get drunk and want to fight? Yeah. I put on a Jets jersey and want to fight, which <laughs> yeah. is a bad strategy because... I don't think I can beat up most of the people that I try to fight with, yeah. but I get so blacked out and yeah. angry. That happens to a lot of Mexicans out here. You throw on a dog <laughs> jersey, you instantly want to fight somebody, or some pot comes on, you instantly want to fight somebody. Right, it's, true. it's true. It's true. It's true. That's what I get in Jet games. I, look, I get ridiculous at those games, but there's a part of my brain that knows that it's football, and even though I cry and get upset and want to fight, it does relax me. It's the one place on earth. Yep. So when, here's the one thing people don't know about entrepreneurship. It's lonely and it fucks with you. You know why I hate being in LA? Because my headquarters is in New York. And when I wake up at 6 a.m., my world's already in motion. Yep, you're and a few I, hours I have, behind. And I have anxiety because I'm a firefighter. Everything that breaks at my company is on me. I'm the last line of defense. It's like being a goalie. It's a different mindset, it's up to you, yeah. right? So, you know, to me, the one place on earth where I'm not worried about being the firefighter or the goalie is those three hours on Sunday, 16 times a year. Yeah. And that's just the truth. And so that's it's why I think place, I, right? it's my safe, <laughs> it's a weird safe place. You know the other weird places I like? The shower and the airplane. Oh man, other, shower, best ideas in the, the shower. App, the other places that it's a little harder to get to me. And when internet was put on the plane, my shit got fucked up. Oh no! I'm an old cat for everybody. I used to remember internet not being on the plane, and I was doing business, and that was the best, cause nobody could you had bother some me. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Jason, do you have a question? Jason has a question. Yeah, Jason's been in the corner with some good reactions. He's been firing me up. Yeah. No, I agree with everything that you're saying. <laughs> Appreciate um, it. I've been hit up on my Twitter to like sell people's brands and like. Uh, post everything. I only have 11k following. Yep. And I get five million impressions every month. Okay. And about I want to say it's like 82,000 profile visits. I okay. like to look through the analytics and stuff like that. You have a real community. 
yeah. is what I'm hearing. Basically, so okay, yeah, and so Brent, yeah, exactly. Like what, that's they, depth versus width. Like all the, back to like for, back to wearing a suit when it's not really you. All those cats that bought five hundred thousand followers. We know you did. Stupid. We can see you. And yeah. so you, so you won for a second. You're like, oh, you got five thirty-seven, and then you look, and it's like you have nine fake likes. You win. So for go a ahead. Segment, but then they no, judge you so harsh. My thing was like, should I? Some stuff that I want to, mm-hmm. but then like the money's good. The, the stuff yep. that they're asking me and stuff like so that. What's holding you back? Yeah. My you don't. You don't want to sell is out it too early or something like that. Or Here's like, what I would say. I always tell people this. There's nothing you're ever gonna do in life outside of murder and a couple of other heinous crimes mm. that you can't get out of. Right. Like what? You're gonna post some fresh hoodie and like get paid or like a energy drink and get paid and what? Like everyone's gonna leave or it's gonna slow you down? Absolutely not, no, you're, no. Gonna, you're gonna learn. And so do I think of your 11,000, 87 of them are gonna be like, yo, fuck you, you sold out? Of course I do. Right. But when you can't hear them, no, no, obviously, yeah. I never pay attention to the comments and stuff like that. I just well, then there's nothing else. If you actually aren't paying attention, if you can't hear them because you know you're doing the right thing, which is probably why you built an actual audience, mm-hmm. well, now you're just being ideological. Right. Now you're just playing with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's my main thing. That's <laughs> that, my guy. With my guy. My guy. <laughs> and playing with himself. That's probably the best thing you're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gary, playing that. with himself is something he does very well. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Speaking of that, you know, yeah. I'm trying to get Lechero here into yeah. a side hustle. Okay. You know, selling his DNA, my guy. Is that a vibe? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, I'm hey, to make money, I'm boy. a big fan of supply and demand. If you've got too much supply, it, unload it. Yeah. Unload it. I mean, he's loaded as well. You know Let's what I'm go. Saying? It's a heavy load, man. <laughs> Gary V, crushing it. The book, it's yes. out now. Yes. Uh, there's so much that 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 you do and that you have your hands. On. I mean, you know, you're running your own successful company, yep. but then you're also on the gram. And you know, this uh, the, this woman walked up to you uh, the other uh, day, I believe, and said that she was gonna well uh-huh. basically shoot herself, yes. right? And she uh, caught wind of your content and it yeah. saved her life. Yeah, dude, I actually am not even like sure I'm glad I put that out there because like even when you bring it up right now, like it's, it's super hard, man. Whoa, like, yeah. it's like I don't think I'll accomplish anything in my life. Like it's kind of weird now living the rest of my life knowing that that moment at, uh, so I was, uh, I dropped a sneaker. You know, mm-hmm. I'm doing this collab with K-Swiss. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm, uh, she comes up in line and she hands me a gun license yep. and she's like, I want you to have this. And I'm like, for what? And she's like, I don't need it no more. And I thought it was gonna be like a political statement. Yeah. Like I, that's really where my head first right, went. Right. And then she kind of like her face and voice changed and then I knew exactly what was happening. I was like, you know, I, I genuinely think I will buy the New York Jets and I think that America will cheer for me like no other because for 30 years I'm gonna put it in the system and mm-hmm. everyone's gonna really want me to and then when it happens everyone's gonna be like, yo, that's fucking crazy. We just watched him over 30 years do it, said he was gonna do it and he did it but I kind of felt in that moment like fuck, that's not gonna feel as good as this moment feels. So yeah, man, listen, putting, putting out positive messages without dilution and delusion, right? So like, I'm not out there saying like, wish shit to death. I'm not putting, I'm not a motivational speaker that wants you to pay me $5,000 to be your coach. Mm. I don't want your money. I don't want anything. Super shots fired. (laughs) Super shots fired. (laughs) (laughs) Designer. (laughs) I don't, when people say they want to change your life, but real quick, give me 6,000 to do it. You're not changing shit. Asshole. You know, and so, and so, and so I, I, yeah, man, I want admir. I'm chasing admiration, my guy. That's right. You know what admiration feels like? Mm-hmm. Like if anybody's got it out there, if you have it from one person, your little niece, your, you know, like it's amazing. Admiration. Like, yeah. do you know what I felt like coming in here today? So good. 
taking picture with her yeah. in the front. Like, that's nice. Yeah, man. That, I, I knew how to make money. I know how to make money. I don't need the people watching me on the gram or YouTube or my podcast to give me their money. I've always known how to do that. I want your fucking admiration. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think with that comes responsibility too. Oh, well that's the part. Oh, major, Absolutely. major, yes. yeah, my, because yes. you become a role model. See, my shoulders are broad as fuck. That's something I've realized. Yeah. Like I can put it, like I love pressure. I'm only taking, thank God I'm not a basketball player. I would have taken the last shot in every game I played, even if I had to block my, if the coach was like, yo, like even if the coach was like, yo, we're gonna give it to the other guy because they're gonna triple team you, I would have passed it and then blocked my own guy (laughs) and then fucking shot it. Like like I I want all the pressure. I want all the pressure. pressure And how to to strive under tremendous pressure. I, I want the pressure of, look, in seven years, a lot of people are gonna be rolling up on me and be like, okay, cool, now bet. 100 million people fuck with you for real and they're all about you. Now what? I'm like, now we keep going. I'm not scared of like, I know who I am. For example, could I make a mistake in my life? Sure. A hundred. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna be like, hello, America, I fucked up. That's right. I'm gonna own my shit. Own we, up to it. Like, and as long as it's not like some crazy shit, like OJ, right? Like oh, I'll be, uh, like I'll be okay. You'll be right. Like yeah, people yeah. make mistakes. It's when you fucking think you're better than America and you can trick them is when we really get mad. Mm-hmm. We're not mad about the mistake. We're mad about the cover up because then you're treating us like suckers and we don't like that. No, no, hell no. <laughs> right? My guy, Gary Vee, you're my guy, my guy. I appreciate it, my guy. Yeah. My guy, you're, you're my, my guy, guy too, my guy. My guy. <laughs> my guy. <laughs> you are my guy, my guy. Thank you, my man. Thank you so much for having me. I'm serious, my guy. <laughs> I appreciate it. You are my guy, my guy. How do you? I appreciate that. How do you feel about people filming good deeds and posting them on the internet? You think, you think I think you have, to, you have to closely pay attention to the intent, mm-hmm. Yep. right? So like Taylor Swift was real smart. She's a gangster. Just so everybody knows, yeah, gangsters. Are, uh, Taylor Swift is a gangster okay. in the world that I play. Mental warfare. She knows how to do it. She knows. How, Kendrick Lamar knows how to do it. Does Kanye know how to do it? Con, you know what the truth is. You'll love this. This is the truth. One thing you love about me is I don't like talking when I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I haven't looked at Kanye. It's funny. Everybody watches Kanye so heavy. I haven't really dug deep enough to really know. Especially last. First of all, all that putting music on title and shit like. I haven't listened to the last three albums Kanye's come out with. I see what he's doing. Like, I understand what he's doing in the culture. The answer is, straight truth, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But I know that if you're putting out good deeds to build your brand and only your brand, right, then I think that you have to be careful about that. I'll tell you something. You know what? You just asked a very important question. I'm glad I get to say this. I pretty much really didn't think I was gonna put out that video with that woman. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I was like, is it too self-serving? Uh-huh. Is it too self-serving? Is it too self Am I jacking yeah. myself uh-huh. off? Uh-huh. A hundred percent. I was watching it and watching it and watching it, and I was like, no, So you no. question your content as well. My guy, I hold myself accountable more than anything right. else I do in my life. Because if I'm gonna talk all this shit that I'm gonna bring value and I'm gonna fight off all, you gotta back it up. Because if I make, my man, if I slip, listen real quick, if I slip once, I've given up all the leverage. Yeah. I might as well have taken the hundred million a year I'm leaving so much on the table not to slip up. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, what I was gonna say though is, you're right, you have to see the intent. I think that some people, when they do it with the sincerity and they're genuine, sure. I think it should be because I think right now, if you look outside, there's a hurting world 100%. Right it, the world is hurting, it's 100. just what it is. It's holy war, man. Yes, and we need to promote that positivity and we need to see it more so we can help these people. But again, here's the thing that I, yes. And now what I'm all about, because I want it to be the next 100 years, 
I wanna talk more about the inside. Here's what I mean by that. That Demi Lovato shit fucks with me. Why? I'll tell you why, because as soon as I hear that news, I go and watch her last 15 things she put out in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's when I start getting scared. Yeah, Mm. yeah, because that's what they're gonna remember you by. No, because she's painting a picture that wasn't true. Mm -hmm. Ah. And she's Demi fucking Lovato. So what's Enrique in the Valley doing? Do you understand? Sure. And that's why I'm trying to say like, yo, fucking let's have the real conversation, which is like, you don't need to be held up to, you know how much empathy I have for Demi? I, I, I don't know her like that, but I, I pay attention. Like you're always worried about your image, you, what you look like, you know, like, you know, I have so yeah, much empathy for, for women. Like you always are worried about what do you look like? Yeah. Where's your weight out? Yeah. For guys, yeah. like how alpha are you? How much you flexing? What you got on you? How thick's your chain? Like I'm just feeling wearing. bad out here. Like yeah. I'm walking out here like, I don't know. I don't know what to say, we man. We are at I'm tr- war with ourselves, Gary. Bingo. Because all that hurting world out there, people don't have empathy for the other side. Sure. The right hates the left, but the left hates the right. Yeah, I know. And like nobody's I know. got empathy. You don't know what it's like to live in Wisconsin in a shit town where fucking everything's falling apart yeah. and everybody in New York's telling you what guy to be. You're like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. So like, look, this is we've gotta be thoughtful. We don't have enough empathy out here. Empathy's the superpower. Yeah. I don't think anybody's got it good. It's at all time. I look at everything, you know, I don't think anybody's got, I don't know what's going on in your mind. And so, yeah man, so what do I think? I think, I think the, here's what, let me tell you why I put out the piece of content with that woman. Because I know I have a lot of content providers watching me and I want them to realize that if they're actually happy, if they're actually happy, they have a responsibility to put out that content mm-hmm. because it might penetrate somebody else's head mm-hmm. and change the course of their lives. So that was a weird one. That was for the people that follow me that are on the mindset like I am to encourage them to do more. Gary V, my, my guy. Woo! Thank you, my man. Go back Gary and forth v, with me. Man. My guy. My guy, thank you so much for having you me. You are my guy, my guy. You're my guy. <laughs> my guy. Yes, my guy. Listen, my guy. Yes, sir. You're my guy, my guy. And you're my guy, my guy. My guy, my guy. My guy. Gary Vee, Blue Show, Power 106, number one for hip hop. You're welcome.